þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Australia is made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners and all our fabulous supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to help keep this show getting better, also do that the whole iTunes thing. You need the reviews of an iTunes. Oh yeah, you have to review us on iTunes. Yes. And please, we only need the one review that says that Jonathan Duffy will never be as funny as he thinks he is. Oh, come on, get over that. Thanks, thing. Black Sweater. Shut um, up. <laughs> Black Sweater in Scotland. Uh, but, <laughs> he's got, but now he's going. Now Black Sweater is going to write something horrible about. Him. I hope he does. Oh, don't don't get into a beef with uh, Black Sweater. <laughs> And also, you notice that I only wear black sweaters. Yes, I've known this for a while. So you think I'm black sweater? No, he's Scottish. You can only do one accent. Patreon.com Take away the sniper. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. It would appear that we are online. We are on the line. I think that was, for me, that was record time of getting the whole uh, microphone set up. Yes, and I've been holding in everything interesting I have to oh say. Oh, my God. Which was nothing, really. <laughs> but it just, but when, so I tried to make small, make small talk, but then it became I like, oh, no, I was to talk about this in the show. This is interesting. <laughs> because when I came... Yeah, while I was walking inside your apartment, I was singing uh, Black Black Street Boys. What? <laughs> it's early and the coffee is black. black. The Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys. Yes, yes and you stumbled across. And there was another band called Black Street. Was there? Has, yeah, was the, no one there a mashup? Why didn't they do like a th- Backstreet and Black Street? Yeah, Black Street Boys because En uh, Vogue and uh, Salt and Pepper did like. So like, I think it's Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper and En Vogue, or is it En Vogue? Uh, they did. They could have, have it Salt and Vogue. Yeah, they could call it Salt and Pepper. Oh yes, that would be a perfect mashup name for Salt and Pepper and and Vogue, but they did like a girl band meets a girl band thing with a mm. wonderful song. Um, which song was that? It was uh, no more. Da, da, bu, du, du, bu, du. Da, 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 da. No, that's no, that's uh, come together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's. Uh, uh, it's the song that was, uh, I think the video was directed by Mark Romarek, or was it David Fincher? It's early. It's very early, and we both slept through our alarms this morning. I had every intention of getting up a lot earlier than I did. But yeah. we're, it's a crazy world, man. Yeah, and I'm also getting used to a, a new dose of drugs. Uh-huh. I've upped my drugs, so I, I'm awake till late at night. Focused. Yes. Is it like that episode of The Simpsons when Bart went on focusing? It's not like that. Uh, and he discovers that the the baseball um, league of America is spying on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe he ends up driving a tank <laughs> to shoot down the satellite. Maybe I'm slowly becoming. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm be- uh, becoming uh, more alert. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like Halle Berry and Catwoman alert. Like you're going to start suddenly walking on the ledge while talking on the phone but not realizing it. I I take my hat to your pop cultural references. (laughs) 
Halle Berry and Catwoman alert. That's your go-to alert person. That's your alert superhero. It's not Daredevil. No, it's Halle Berry. It's Halle Berry and Catwoman. That's what was so stupid about that film. Is those, you should go watch it again, right? I have never. You've never seen and it? I will, though. Okay. Because I'm starting with my bad movie podcast. Yeah, well, the, the, the moments where when you do Catwoman invite yeah. me on yeah the moments where she um does the things that she's becoming this superhero but doesn't realize what she's doing mm-hmm. are so stupid in right. that movie like she's chatting on the phone to a friend mm. and literally it's like a finely choreographed dance where instead of just walking around her apartment she's walking on the back of the couch and you know like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like putting one leg in the air and oh, it's, yeah. it's like oh okay now you're becoming the Catwoman. We get it. So she gets actual powers. Uh, yeah, from a mask. From a mask. I think. So, yeah. No, okay. was it from a mask? No, 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 no. It's it's a similar story where she gets thrown out of the the building. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean there are many origin stories uh, of Catwoman. Cat, of Catwoman, yes. I thought it was just she got thrown out of a building, well, and then that's the Batman Returns Tim Burton version, really well. But, but I think they did that in like she she was supposed to be killed and she doesn't get killed. She lives. And oh, they have rebooted the DC universe so many times and uh, her her story as well. She's usually her usual story is that she's a jewel thief. Yes. And I know, don't really know the backstory of that. But there's also the story that she's a prostitute. Uh-huh. This is something that Frank Miller wrote in a wonderful comic called Batman Year One. And uh, then there's apparently, yeah, then there's the uh, timid uh, secretary who's thrown out the window, which yeah. is interesting as well. They all have, like the, the prostitute and the, and the, uh, the secretary, they kind of uh, contrast each other. Yeah. Both kind of, uh, I, I feel like, a, a commentary of a woman in a man's world. Mm. Uh, but she never really got any... I've never read a story where she has actual powers. That is something that happened to the Black Cat, which is the Catwoman rip-off in the Marvel Universe and uh, used to date uh, Spider-Man for a, a while and is my my personal favorite Spider-Man girlfriend because she's the bad girl. What's How did she get her powers? Radioactive she- cat? <laughs> yes, you scratch. The radioactive cat bite. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was. Uh, she was working at. Uh, she was. Uh, well, she used. To, she was a jewel uh, thief as well. Oh. But she started dating uh, uh, Spider Man, who was always, "Hey, you gotta stop doing crime and start uh, like fighting crime with me," which uh, they did, and then they got into this huge fight with. Well, they got into a, in the middle of a gang war between the owl and uh, Doctor Octopus, and the owl totally. Beat. It's a fucked up zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he the owl beat the shit out of uh, the black cat, uh, and uh, so she had to be be hospitalized. Uh-huh. This is uh, I thought this story was amazing and super dramatic. I read it over and over again. Uh-huh. Also because it was one of the few uh, because uh, Spider Man was published in Icelandic in only like in a five year period. Okay. So we only had a limited uh, storyline of Spider Man. Okay. Okay. 
And that's when she, when she finally recovered, she uh, decides to actually get herself powers because she uh, feels uh, she feels unequal to Spider-Man. So she finds Kingpin, the famous Daredevil villain, mm-hmm. and the Kingpin has access to all sorts of laboratories where she uh, gets powers. Mm. And... Uh, Spider-Man doesn't like that, but her powers were interesting mm. because she actually gets kind of uh, the powers <clears throat> of uh, the uh, uh, well. She gets the powers of the Black Cat, as it were. The uh, the sh- she can she can um, be invisible almost. She can no. skulk. What's it called when you believe in shit that's not real? Superstition. Ah, uh, oh, she it's, can... She actually ma- makes people unlucky around her. Oh, wow. Yeah, they kind of get... Uh, they miss when they try to shoot. They fall over their own feet and stuff That's like the that. power she has. At least in the story I read, but mm. they keep on rebooting and retconning in those, wor- in those universes. Mm. Well, there you go. And on that note... (laughs) (laughs) On that note? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm Australian. I'm Icelandic. And together we are... Australia. Australia. We are just a couple of guys saying good jokes into the microphone. Everyone who listens to us knows we will get them through the Friday slump. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you're listening. Uh, what I was, what I did ask was, did do they say what you do or what you did? I think it's what you did. I don't care who you are, where you from, what you did. So she's like, she's like, uh, what did she do? She's like uh, runaway. She's uh, maybe she's, uh, r- r- running from the law, or maybe she was like uh, WikiLeaks kind of involved. You know? Oh yeah. What did you do? You know, treason. What did she? Yeah, yeah. She she betrayed her yeah, country. Yeah, like like Chelsea Manning. So they would, they they don't care about that. The Backstreet Boys. They don't care. They don't, they don't care, care about about, about treason. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as you love them. Yes, because they. they Second, you don't. Yeah. You are going to jail. There are no borders. There are only the boundaries of love. Oh that's yeah, I mean poetic. that's the way you should think. I mean, if 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 that's what the song is about, I am all for it. I'm for treason. Because uh-huh. I don't believe in uh, in uh, countries. You think I believe in the world? <laughs> I believe in the world, man. No, I know it's a knife way to think, but um, I am sick. Of Did you this just whole... say it's a knife way to think? Yes, a knife way. I'm. I will teach you the knife way. <laughs> I will teach you the knife way. Now, the, uh, <clears throat> I am sick of this whole uh, patriotism mm, and stuff mm. like that. Mm. I think that's the and problem. Like, do you, when you say patriotism, do you also feel national pride goes in there as well? I feel national pride when it comes to, uh, like, uh, yeah, but, but only when it comes to culture. Mm. So when it comes to art and uh, things that your people created yes, that you're proud even of, even football last year, 
Uh, hey, I'm not an Icelander, but I was proud. Yeah, that's cool because that's only like man kicking balls <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, weird people shouting noises into microphones. That's mm. our art. I'm yeah. talking about Björk and football. Weird people <laughs> shouting things into microphones. And sometimes whispering in whale song. Yes. Uh, I think that's beautiful. And uh, the fact that we can get a world recognition out of that. Mm. But um, everything else, I mean, when it comes to politics... Uh, the politics we should be proud of is the politics of being nice, really. Yes, this is me. Well, that is because we, we decided today we have two really huge things that have happened in the world that we should talk about. So we decided we were just going to go free for all today. It's a free fall show. It's a free for all. No segments. No segments. And we're going to cut this cake. We're just going to dive our hats straight into the frosting. Yeah, never mind the cream. It's going to be all over your eyes. <laughs> but first thing, mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. They voted yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Congrats, my man. Thank you. However, like it's kind of like a congrats, but let's not do it just yet. Yeah, but yeah, they voted yes on like the poll. Right. Yeah, so... Um, there was this pre-poll. Yeah. I've, I've explained it before, mm-hmm. but I'll give you a very quick abridged version. So Australia to still actually even after that vote has no marriage equality so gay people lesbian people are not allowed to marry each other uh in 2010 Mm. the australian government was a conservative government back then surprise 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 they amended the marriage act so that it discriminated even more against gay people so there was absolutely no way they changed the marriage act in 10 days without consulting the public Mm to say marriage in Australia is defined as between one man and one woman to the exclusion of all Mm. others. Um, They also changed the Marriage Act so that if you are marrying people, regardless of uh, whether you're in a church or it's a private ceremony of two people getting married, the celebrant, the person who's doing the service, has to say that. So, like, I mean, I've been at weddings in Australia where... The only like they legally have to say the definition of marriage in Australia is ma- uh, a union between a man and a woman to the exclusion of all others. The way around that, I've been at weddings where the celebrant says the bride and groom have requested that everybody now cover their ears for this next bit of of the ceremony. Wow. And then because they legally have to read it out. Wow. And they didn't have to before. Um, so like not only did, did it discriminate against you if you ever went to a wedding it was rubbed in your face by your own government so so they put that in there yeah uh, without consulting the public the nutties yeah they put that in there just because they know God is watching and listening uh-huh. and they're hoping to fool him by having people say that okay if you're gonna make a deal out of it you can do it but you have to Tell God that you know you mean you you yeah. And God was like <laughs> walking past a wedding. Oh, a wedding! <laughs> and goes there. I'm gonna check it out. And I, wait, is that a man? A man? And then they say a thing. Well, I guess it's not. <laughs> goes back in his cave and thucks his thumb. <laughs> Or sucks yeah. his thumb. So they they change. Or fucks or his thumb. Or his thumb. <laughs> well, metaphorically, he kind of did. Yeah, 
Do you ever wonder if Jesus how, was how, up on that cross? Did, so, how did he fuck his son metaphorically? Because yeah. <laughs> he fucked him over. Can you imagine yeah, yeah, being Jesus up on that cross and <laughs> just going, you know, you said I had to step up, Dad, but oh, is this a bit far? Yeah, right. He, he made his son go through some shit, but the, his son was also him. At the same time. Yes, and also that means that his son's mother was his mother, which means that God... Jesus was inbred. And God is the original motherfucker. Oh, boo! That's a, mic, that's a huge mic drop there. Yes, I think I will use it for my set. Don't steal it, uh, audience. Anyone. <laughs> I think it might even be a great uh, title. God was the original motherfucker. Yeah, well, um, that will get some clicks. That'll get the clickbait. <laughs> you won't believe what happens next. <laughs> but, so they changed the Marriage Act. Yeah. And then, um, of course, over the next decade, mm. there was pressure from marriage equality uh, advocates saying you should you know look at this again and, and change it and and make it law because every online poll for the past decade has mm-hmm. shown the Australian government that the people want marriage equality mm-hmm. the government kept saying no they don't no yeah. our constituents aren't telling us that they're not telling us and and there are people out in the country who don't want this and there are people out uh-huh. that's what they kept saying people out in the country far the farmers they don't want this they don't want gays to get married they don't want people they've never met to have a union and continue never meeting um yeah it's interesting that the people out and the farmers mm. don't don't want it to happen because It'll uh, confuse the cows. It will confuse the cows, like all the gays prancing around in the country because there's so ma- many of them. Yeah. That's where they go, the gays. That's where they go. They go to the country. They, they need the room for prancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need the space. <laughs> they need the open space so they can prance around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but worship the rainbow. And worship the rainbow, which they never get to because you can't find the end of it. Yeah, and um, that's... And that's why the the farmers don't want it. Are the way they are. The, yeah, they prance in the countryside. They prance mean, to the end of the world. You know, and say, that's you, not you've been on road trips with me, and you've you like I when we go past a farm, I am like a dog trying to get out of that. Oh like, yes. <laughs> and also, yeah, when there's a rainbow, I tell oh. Bilka, hey Bilka, just uh, distract him. Don't yep. make have yeah. him look at the rainbow. <laughs> he will run. <laughs> He will actually try to find the horizon. <laughs> Prancing. <laughs> but, but so so they, they changed the Marriage Act. They had all this pressure from the people. And then eventually it got to a point where, um, you know, it, it got embarrassing for the yeah. government. And mm-hmm. so amid pressures, mm. they then said, OK, you know what? We're not going to make it law, even though we probably could. And we already did that in 10 days without Mm. consulting the public a decade ago. We're going to find out if the people want it. But now the way I'm not a politician or a lawyer, but Uh the way I understand it in Australia, you can have a referendum. Mm-hmm. Which is a national because it's compulsory referendum. It's a, it's compulsory voting in Australia. Yeah. So you can have a national election where here is an issue, and the result of that issue, if you force everybody to vote, will be law. Right. So if they put this to a referendum, just like um, this is a long time ago, uh, there was a referendum in Australia whether 
and this is dark in Australia's history, whether Indigenous people were to be citizens of Australia. How long ago was this? The 60s. Ah, so last century. Yeah. On the latter part of last the century. The latter part of last <laughs> century. Like, uh, that, that was... I know people who... Well, I know Indigenous people who were alive when that happened. And I, I, that's when Australia was like, I know this looks bad, but look at South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look over there. But like that... And so the result of that has to become law. So they have to enact on it. Mm. What they chose to do instead was have a non-binding, non-compulsory postal survey which was led by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the head of which is a known homophobe. Mm. Um, and, and so basically it meant that you didn't have to vote. You, it, you had to go online and update your details so that a letter would be sent to you. Uh-huh. They wouldn't contact you to make sure you ha- they had the right details. A letter would then be sent to you, which said, do you think same, the law should be, ch- the marriage act should be changed to allow same sex couples to marry? Yes. Or no, uh-huh. then you would have to take that letter and yourself put it into a post box. Yes. Using snail mail. You have to use snail mail. You have to physically put. You have to physically put it. Ink on paper and a paper in another piece of paper and the paper in yeah. a box. In a box and, and it, it waits in the box and the box gets lifted and the lift gets taken and it gets to a truck and the truck gets unloaded and unloaded gets unloaded and unloaded gets unloaded and then it gets counted. It, like it's just it's so stupid. It's circle of dead yeah. trees. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I mean, there was so much uh, um, problems with, like, people had their votes stolen. People were selling votes on eBay, you know. And then Mm. they said, and I told you this before, the prime minister said, well, now that we're going to do this. By the way, it's non-binding. So the the reason they did that is so that the result, they didn't have to do anything with it. Right. Um, They... The, the Prime Minister said, and now that we're going to find out what the Australian people actually want, now is the time for reasonable and considered debate. Mm. And we talked about it on this podcast, what that reasonable and considered debate ended up being. It ended up being people's cars getting fags spray painted on them. Mm. It ended up, uh, you know, uh, posters saying that, that, that gay men are child molesters and that they mm. will abuse children if they're allowed to have them. And, and, and commercials where mothers were concerned that their son was going to wear a dress next year to school if he wanted to. Well, um, <clears throat> it's more cir- air circulation for the box. For the, yeah, I mean, I, if, if, uh, there are, it's hot in Australia. Yeah. You know, it's, I remember on, on the, the, my final day of, of high school, everyone swapped uniforms. So the guys were the girls uniform, the girls were the guys. It was very comfortable. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was December and, and yeah, it was, it was, I had a lot of air down there. It was nice. Yeah. yeah I think, uh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Scottish people, Scott, the Scots and the, the Muslims, kilt. they got the right They idea. got it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> they got the clothing. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so Wednesday was the announcement. Mm. And uh, so in every major capital city, there were thousands of people waiting. So they said at 10 a.m. on the 15th of November, they would announce the results. Mm. And nobody knew because all the debate over the past, no one predicted. No one, no one had any clue what was going to happen because suddenly there were more no voters than people realized. And 
then there were all these stories of people who you don't assume would be no voters, like people kind of in outrage bracket. Yeah. Like, you know, early 30s to 40s, just like... Um, uh, educated people who were just like, no, I don't think gay people should be allowed to get married. Mm. And and don't even get me started on Asians. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's th- those kind of people. Yeah. And so then the announcement came and 60, I think 61.2% right. of the votes returned uh, were yes. So a majority of the Australian people uh, said we want marriage equality, and so the prime minister has now said that uh, it, it, being positive, um, it should be law by Christmas. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and how positive are you that uh, it will happen by yeah. Christmas? Mm. Not very. No. Like this, go- the government they have doesn't have an incredible track record. I mean, this is also. But they will get it through, though. They have to. Yes. Because I was I was saying to somebody last night, if they don't do something with this and they, they push it aside, they're a dictatorship. Yeah. Because they're basically going, oh, there was a... You, you used a very similar democratic process, mm. which is an opinion poll. Everyone clearly stated their opinion. Mm. Then you ignored it. Right. That's not democracy. No, that is the dictatorship. That is dictatorship, yes. or that is martial law, or the, mm. you know, that is. And where's the the whole thing that really annoyed me about the the marriage equality debate was, and they keep bringing up this thing of religious freedom, right? Religious <clears throat> freedom, religious freedom, which it to me is always it it, yeah, it often sounds like a code word for freedom to discriminate. Yeah, that's what they did in the states. They yeah. kind of passed some laws in uh, one state or another. I think it was Arizona or Alabama. Mm. It's one of the eight states, mm-hmm. uh, a southern state, I believe, <clears throat> where they had they gave. Yeah, uh, they they had this freedom of religion thing where where people were allowed to deny service to gay people because yeah. based on their religion and because. They are free to their religion. But, you know, yeah, freedom of religion, that should be... uh, You're free to believe uh, uh, in your silly little thing. Yeah. As long as it doesn't affect others. For It's it's the same thing as when they say, yeah, you're free to fuck anyone. You're free to to be the way you are in in any sexuality way as long as you don't uh, slap me with your uh, AIDS-infected dick. Uh, it's basically what they are saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled oh God. Out. <laughs> oh God. Why? <laughs> what a choice of words. I was, I was trying to, like, uh, inc- I was trying to embody, embody the, the ultimate uh, douchebag. douchebag yeah. yeah, it's douchebag is not the word for this guy. Okay. It's just, just, just an evil prick. But uh, yeah, that's what they are thinking, a mm. lot of those people. Like I remember, I remember a politician uh, saying in Iceland, and I've, seen, I've heard many politicians say, "Of course, they should be free to do whatever they like, as long as they don't do it to uh, us, or like don't do it to the children." Say things like that, and that's uh, and uh, I think um, don't uh, be gay to the children. Don't be gay to my children, but gay is so nice. I mean, uh, it just means basically means the word gay. means happy. Yeah. Don't be happy to my children. Be like me, strict, and 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 have them not watching colorful cartoons. 
I would like you to be exactly like me, emotionally unavailable and operating under the influence of something 100% of the time. Mm. Because this is how straight people work. Yeah, yeah, your straight person is uh, <laughs> scary. He's <laughs> straight from 1984. But, this is how straight but people But he's not as scary as my straight person, apparently. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, God. Put your keys on the counter <clears throat> and enter the apartment. Yeah, but this is good. I mean, this was getting very uh, embarrassing for Australia. I think. I, I, but it, it's so much of it. Like, I didn't realize... I already felt embarrassed for Australia before yeah. this debate. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I could get more embarrassed. Like, we had a prime minister before the one now mm. who was our... We, like, we refer to Abbott, Tony Abbott, mm-hmm. the guy with the big ears who ate an onion to prove he was a man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who openly winked at, at a radio announcer when a woman on air was was talking about how she uh, had her disability pension cut, so now she has to do sex work. Mm. And he winked as in, I got this, um, and didn't realize he was being recorded. Like that guy. Mm-hmm. He was our bush Right. Like, they were our Bush years. They were mm-hmm. our, like, how did this guy get elected? He is a staunch Catholic. He opposes, um, uh, he, he's, he's pro-life. Right. Not pro-choice. Yeah. He's against marriage equality. He also has constantly said throughout this entire debate, like, he got more embarrassing. Yeah. He, he said, um, yes, I'm going to be voting no because that's what my constituents want. Yeah, so... You- 75% of the people in his electorate said yes. Oh, really? Yes. And he's still voting no. Interesting. And uh, is Abbott still... Uh, uh, he's, he's a politician, yeah. but he's no longer a prime minister. He was kicked out. Yeah, but uh, there will al- it's like if you shave away the bush, the, there will always be another bush if mm-hmm. you don't... If you don't uh, take care of yourself. And there are, I mean, there, there, there was a huge thing that came out about the majority of, uh, the majority of uh, electorates that voted no mm. happened to be, most of them were in the western suburbs of Sydney, mm. which is actually uh, the largest uh, population of Muslim immigrants. Right. In Australia. Interesting. So that kind of is... is it. <clears throat> I am coming out as saying that I, it's more complicated than that. Everything is more complicated. Because it also has a huge Hindu population, a huge Christian population, you know, a huge heathen population. Which do you um, think is best? Hindus, Muslims? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm going to say uh, Hindus. I choose death because then afterwards I'll know. But Hindus has like the elephant and, uh, and people with uh, many limbs and stuff like that. They got the magic and the adventures. Mm. I mean, the Christians and the Muslims, they basically have the, the worship being the same book, but with different uh, types of fonts, really. That's what they are doing. Mm. Like one of them loves Calibri. Yeah, yeah. That's it's comic the- sans and windings. And wind- <laughs> <laughs> the two most hated yeah. fonts. Yeah. So Christianity is comic sans. Yeah, because you understand it. And Islam is wingdings. Yeah, because you don't understand it. <laughs> you need a special code. <laughs> you have to translate it through another font first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, 
Um, it was that one. That's that. a good one. That is really that's good. You're finding like a whole new set out of this. Out of this, this whole morning thing. This is good for us. It is. Yeah. It is good. But uh, mm-hmm. there you go. So that's that's like Australia got embarrassing. Yeah. And I cried. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you told the, uh, told the socials that you got kind of a FOMO that you're missing. I really yeah. did. I really did because I saw like, and and that's one of the the cultural things I get so proud of. When Australia celebrates, we really celebrate, mm-hmm. and and I mean it's it's the almost the beginning of summer there. Right. So like all these people were in big massive parks. Also getting sweatier. Balls are getting sweatier and and like so I can just imagine as soon as they said yes mm. and and we also were very forgiving in the way of like when something big like that happens, if you call in sick to work the next day, no one's gonna care. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's gonna go, good for you. Yeah, you it's like the uh, when the football thing was last year in Iceland, the economy I think we crashed for a whole day. Yeah, I think we lost a lot of money. Yeah. And and uh, even, you know, even uh, the tax people who saw that happening went like, let's not talk about this. We, they were so happy. It, I think it was the 80s or 90s. We had a prime minister called Bob Hawke, who was a Labour prime minister. Mm. I think Australia won the America's Cup right. or something like that, which is a yacht race, isn't it? Or, I, don't know. I have not Some sport. Idea. Australia won some sport won and it was sport. a monumental thing. They won a sport and, and he were happy. He also, he had a record for that he's the, he can down a pint in the fastest Right. time of any prime minister in Australian history. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said on television, any boss who, f- who sacks someone tomorrow for not showing up to work is a scumbag. Right. And so, you know, he basically unofficially gave a national holiday on TV. Right. You know, wow. so that's, that's what we, that's like, we love to celebrate. So I got FOMO because I could see all these people in parks drinking wine and celebrating and, and like, all my friends on Facebook, depending on what city they were in, like everyone in Brisbane was going, I'm going to Sportsman or I'm going to the Wickham because these mm. are the gay bars or, hey, anyone going to the Laird? That's Melbourne, or, you know, mm. in Sydney. Let's go down Oxford Street. And all these places I know people in. It's like, ah, oh, you'd see everyone you know. And I also kept seeing pictures on uh, on news websites from around the world. Like, this is the Brisbane uh, one. This is the Sydney one. This is the Melbourne one. Every, I never realized how connected I was. Every single picture they showed, I was like, I know that person, I know that person, I know that person. Yeah. Well, yes. I think, uh, yeah, this is, of, 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 uh, again, congratu- congratulations. 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 <laughs> uh, because it's fun to see that happening. It's also fun to be there, to see, like, mm. the change of uh, general thought. I think... Uh, uh, you know, it's whenever uh, whenever uh, there is a vote about something that you care about, yeah. and even if the that's the the side that you are against wins, I think in a lot of a uh, lot of times people will see that it's not so bad. That so people who are in fact homophobic or ignorant when it comes to sexuality, yeah, they will see now. It will take a time, but they will slowly see that it's, they will actually, this is how they will learn that it, it doesn't really matter. It's because nothing. they'll see that, yeah. oh, I wasn't affected before and mm. I still am not now. Yes. And now they will actually let people uh, inside their stores and even allow them to slap there with their penises and say, hey, it's Your not AIDS, AIDS infected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was just 
my big country. I do have something I've already shared with you that I want to share with our listeners. Yes. It's a little conversation I had with my mother. Yes. Uh, so I, it was, it was late at night here in Iceland when the mm. announcement came through. I had already had a chat with my little brother. I had already seen the news mm. that the yes vote had come through. Right. So I saw a little ting come up on my Facebook messenger from Jean. A little ting? What, a little ting. Jamaican all of a sudden? I saw a little ting come up on my <laughs> Facebook messenger. <laughs> a little ting come up, man. And so what what, what happened was my mom should come on my Facebook and okay, she said to yep, me. Yep, that's the legal amount of okay. time. <laughs> You cannot go over 30 seconds. Or and then it's racist. Okay, okay. Yep. Um, so my mother uh, sent me a message. I was like, oh, she must be sending me a message to congratulate me on the yes vote. Because mm. uh, she is a woman with two gay sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... How, how are you two gay? I mean, are you more gay than <laughs> other people? I thought you were just a normal amount of gay. She has, she has uh, more than one gay son. Ah, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Both of them actually are too gay um <laughs> i am too gay it's gays uh so i got a message from her and i start reading it and i will i'm gonna just gonna read the whole conversation mm. so you would assume that it's did you hear they voted yes congratulations i'm so excited that's what i imagined it would be mm. wouldn't you yes okay this is what i got Hey, just giving you a heads up, Auntie Jean has got hemochromatosis and Dad had a blood test and just got them back and he hasn't got the full-blown hemo like Auntie Jean, but he's a carrier, so all of his kids have to get this checked out. Can you do this, please? And my response was, wow, that's a surprise. I'll have to check out uh, how to work that out here. Well, wouldn't you just go to a GP and get a blood test? Oh, and did you hear it's a yes vote? (laughs) Yes, I did. That's that's great news. I have to get surgery on my knee on the 24th and try to clean it out. <laughs> I love this. This is beautiful. <laughs> this is how my mom works. But yeah, I mean, what's the train of thought there? Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, blood tests. by the way, did you hear it's a yes vote? Oh, and I've got to get surgery on my knee. <laughs> It's it's basically adorable. Her train of thought is important piece of information for Mm. you, which is also a bit of a bombshell because uh, apparently I may have a genetic disorder which affects my blood's ability to get rid of iron, Um, Mm. uh, which I I also think is karma because I've made fun of that disease before in the past and said it's an inbreeding disease. Right. Turns out I might have it. Um, but, <laughs> now you know what it feels like to be <laughs> But as you know, uh, from being in Iceland in two years, it's in, not that bad. It's beautiful. Uh, well, half the time. Yeah. Well, okay. You've been hanging around with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would say. I would say maybe fifty to sixty percent of the population are gorgeous. The other percentage are like a little bit syndromey. You know. Did you have a bit about that? Or was that the, the York? York said that most of the... I, I've always said 60 are gorgeous, the other is syndrome He says 60%, like, uh, like 80% of the population are a 10, the other are a 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I never use that bit on stage anymore after I saw him do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you, I just use it in conversation. You and uh, York are... Uh, 
what other foreign comedians are there? Like you're the top two foreign comedians. Oh, thank you. And now I like. Well, he 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 ripped your place away. He's top comedian now because he, he saved he a saved baby. a baby. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that, motherfucker. You can't just go and save a baby. Yeah, he saved a fucking baby. He like there was a baby die like a, a, an infant. Well, let's be honest. We don't know if it was dying. Well, look, the news said he... He, he gave mouth-to-mouth to a baby. Yeah, and its heart, little heart started beating again. No one can prove that. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't now matter, because he's a hero and he Whenever saved the baby. Whenever there's a gig... And, uh, and someone was maybe that's why do, my November has been quiet. Do you want the gay Australian or the one who saved a baby? <laughs> Your dad's Jonathan. Go back oh, to Australia. I saw the. Do you know when I saw the article? I I probably understood about forty percent of it, yeah. and I already knew from the forty because it was written in Icelandic. Mm. Nothing has been written in English about yeah. this. We should yeah. So just. Uh, apparently York Underwood, who is a very talented Canadian comedian who lives here in Iceland, was standing at a bus stop, saw a woman screaming about for help. He ran over her. Her baby looks like it wasn't breathing. He gave it mouth to mouth. It then was breathing again. Mm-hmm. So he saved a baby's he life. He saved the baby. He saved a baby's life. <laughs> He saved a baby's life. What? I do love though that you he's. I love. No I love because he has an Icelandic wife. Yeah. I what I love is he's constantly referred to as Björk's husband. Uh-huh. Her name is Björk Magnusdóttir. Yeah, with a G. With a G, Björg. Mm. But they keep referring to him as her husband mm-hmm. because that's the hook in. So it's yes, like, it's also because uh, no, I like it because women are often referred to as you know mm-hmm. people talk about Imal Clooney as George's wife. All right, and she's yeah. an international human mm-hmm. rights lawyer. Exactly. You know, um, but <clears throat> yes, yeah. There's uh, me and him now. Now she's the baby saver's wife, so uh, it uh, balance if, has been restored. I wonder if she gets free beers because of it. Your husband, he saved the baby. Yes, have a beer. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Can I have a beer? Who are you?" <laughs> 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 Although, I mean, he, yeah, so you've got the foreign comedians, there's me, there's York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you've also got um, Aaron Zarabi. Yeah, we went to his show. Yeah. That was fun. And Dan's Aaron? Yeah, I think they were like Hugh and. Uh, Hugh's foreign, yeah. Hugh's foreign and, uh, and, and Darren. Darren. They all did the, That was great. It was a night very for good show them. for yes. them, yeah. It was yeah. really good. I laughed at every one of them. It yeah. was fun. If you actually. They should do like uh, they should do that. They uh, should tour with that. Yeah. It's, it was the, all three of them did very well. Aaron, if you are listening, Aaron is the, he, he's, he's kind of, I'm the only gay comedian in Iceland. He's the only Jew in Iceland. Yes. Is he the only Jew? No, he's not. He's not. Um, <laughs> well, not, you're not the only gay. Well, only No, I'm the only gay comedian. And that's the thing is people go, the only gay in Iceland. That's not what I said. No. I'm the but, only gay comedian. I'm, and actually, I always say I'm the only openly gay comedian. Yes, you are. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are people who probably are a little bit. Yes, there's always people who are a little bit. And it's not my place to out them until someone offers me money. Yeah. Um, I'm always surprised because uh, I remember I've been talking about bisexuality to both straight and gay people. Mm. And I'm always surprised that um, that there are an amount of gay people and an amount of straight people who don't believe that, that bisexuality exists. Yeah. yeah. And I find that so weird because I would 
I would feel I feel that bisexuality would actually be more common in a way than, than being gay or straight. Either one, yeah. because it's in the middle. According to the Kinsey scale, the whole space for being somewhere in between is the way. Big yeah, the, it's the bell curve. Yeah, yeah. Most people fit somewhere in there, but they're just not comfortable with it. Yeah, and uh, I, 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 that's why I'm sometimes surprised at myself for just being right there in the corner. Mm. Because like I, I have to be somewhat gay. There must be some gayness in me. You've made out with a guy before, haven't you? Yeah, but only like in a dare stuff, and uh, you didn't hate it. Mm. Well, I hated, but I didn't hate it. But I didn't like. So there's it. your somewhat gay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because I didn't hate it. You didn't hate yeah. it. You are only really straight if you just hate hated it. Like if you tongue. threw up yeah. when yeah. when he. <laughs> get, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to feel left out. You have some somewhat gay. All right, I'll use that. <laughs> That will that will uh, get me to sleep. Can I share something with you? Yes. Which um, is totally confidential, which is why I'm sharing this on a microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am the worst person to come out to. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's And I, I... Because I never know what to say. And this is a thing, especially when you're an entertainer, when you're in the public eye. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you've got... I think you've got... Yeah. You've got a good time. Um... When uh, I've had more people than you would ever, mm. or, or I've, I think more people have come out to me than is normal. That yeah, well, it's more normal that they come out to you than me. yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm gay. I perform. I'm in people's faces, mm-hmm. and I'm just so terrible at it. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's almost like I I just feel like I'm supposed to have this speech ready. Right. And it, I've just never wrote it. I feel like I've been given an award or somebody like, imagine you're at someone's party and, and, or, or this is my worst nightmare. It's like a dream. You're at someone's party and then they say, and now to give a very detailed description on how the glue in post-its is made, please welcome Jonathan Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> you just go, what? I, I forget this scene in Romeo and Michelle. You know, um, yeah. it, it, I don't know the recipe for glue. Oh, God. Um, but so someone says, oh, hey, you know, I'm gay. And, and, because that's exactly how they say it. Hey, man, guess what? I'm gay. <laughs> guess dick, what? Dick. I love dick. Um, and, and I just, or like, oh, oh, cool. Good, good, good for you is usually yeah. what I say, but I always know I'm letting them down because they have this look of, aren't you supposed to say more? Aren't you like, I'll get, I'll, I was like, oh, do you, do, do you want to hug? Should, should we hug? Is that what we do? Or? No, what you do is this. You should go on. Uh, yeah. You should do, uh, forge, uh, a maybe three or four page, very, um, bureaucratic, uh, form. Uh-huh. Like with lots of questions and fill outs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, so it starts to, so you think you're gay. And, uh, so whenever somebody comes out, you have them fill that form. Yes, uh-huh. please uh, fill that form. If you make it. it to the end, <laughs> then you are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, once in Melbourne, I had a very good friend who was also a comedian mm. and he uh, wasn't gay. Right. Uh, I had him kind of come out to me right. uh, before I went on stage once. 
and that was a, a really weird experience. We were just having a beer uh-huh. um, in some bar in Melbourne, right. and we would catch up at gigs. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh, you know what's going on?" He was telling me stuff about how you know his mom had been in hospital, and he was really into cycling now. And he was just about to take a sip. He's like, "Yeah," and I'm dating a guy. And I, I, I just was like, "Oh." And and he expected more from me. He expected me to like spit out my drink or yeah. Uh, but I, I and then they went and now Jonas and Dummy. I gotta get on <laughs> Um But yeah, that was his his way. Was he told me later that he wanted to tell me, but he didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Right. So he just threw it in the conversation, hoping mm. that I would miss it, then go back to it later and go, wait, did you just say you're dating a guy? Yeah. yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. but anyway, uh, how about rape? Yeah. How about rape? <laughs> I mean, how does it feel? How about rape? Here, here's my question. Mm. So obviously, Louis C.K., mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Spacey, mm. Harvey Weinstein, mm. but uh, more specifically, Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who is very respected for yes. many of the things he's done in life. Uh, and in his career, I mean, yeah. he's he's brought some amazing. He's been jokes. kind of you know the Elvis of stand-up comedy in the late for so long. Yeah, like he he, he could do while. no wrong. Yes, he was also for many people the epitome of it doesn't just happen for you. Mm-hmm. You have to work hard because he's worked hard on his career for twenty plus years. Absolutely. Um, and he didn't just get lucky. He got there from hard work. Yeah, absolutely. And determination and, it, and working very hard at it. Mm-hmm. So, how does it feel? Um, the thing, to know that he yeah. is no better than those other... Well, my brain instantly goes to uh, me categorizing and, and ranking Rapists. sexual uh, assault. Sexual, oh wow. Yeah, but this is something uh, that, you know, this shouldn't be the discussion. Between, no. But when you say he's no better, I say, well, they did actual raping. He did kind of a rapey thing. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, that's, he, my... he, he has this thing, he likes to masturbate in front of people. Yeah. Which is, uh, I would call it sexual assault. It is, totally. It's sexual assault because if that person did not ask to be Uh masturbating. Also, and here's something for anyone listening who is in a position of power, you cannot assume if you are in a position of power over somebody else that them saying yes or not saying no is -hmm. consent. Right. Because especially like some of these women were, were comedians yeah, whom that's... whom he could give work to, mm-hmm, yeah. and of and course they were they're gonna with him because yeah. they respected him. I mean, what kind of disappointment is that to mm. have him suddenly ask, "Can I pull out, pull out my dick?" And because jerk off. That's what some of... people say. Well, he did ask. Yeah, yeah, but they did not agree. Yeah, and, and they still... just went along with it because it's like, I mean, if you're if you're in the same room as someone who not only you respect and admire, but you're suddenly able to hang out with now, and they could very well give you a spot. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if you're given one opening spot by Louis C.K., that could set up, that could catapult your career mm-hmm. 10 years. Right, exactly. You know, of course... You, 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 I mean, if if I put myself in that position, I totally understand Ooh, that yeah. you would just go along with it. 
Well, yeah, yeah, and I, did, I haven't read most of the details, but did how did, did anyone go along with it? Uh, uh, they just, some were frozen. Some, some were frozen. Uh, some ran away. Um, one he did it to one while they were on the phone. Oh yeah, like he just jerked off while they were talking, and then she kind of just ignored it. Hmm. And it's, I mean, but also like for women in our industry, this is like the the sad thing is that it's so normalized. It's so normalized, and it's uh, it's it's like when this whole thing about uh, a lot of people who are respected in uh, all sorts of industries are coming uh, are being unveiled as being uh, well sexual assaulters, mm. uh, and. Uh, and and uh, uh, everyone, people like me are like so surprised. Mm. Well, in a way, and women are going, women are being like black people when Trump was voted because white people were like, "Oh my God, America is racist," and black people were like, "Yeah, oh, we you, know." You're, you're noticing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you noticed. So, so, so you're saying that like uh, women are are the ones going? Yeah, we men are rapey. Yeah, and, we know. Yeah, and men are going, well, like, I didn't know we were so rapey. And yeah. women are going, ah, we have been uh, saying yes, this seeing for a pattern, years. Seeing a bit of a pattern for years. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I think this is all a good thing that uh, this is coming out. Uh, and the bad thing about it uh, is that it's uh, uh, we're finding this out about people who we respect. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, like Bill Cosner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and here's the difference. Uh, well, Bill Cosby, uh, he is like the Manson of the whole thing. He is uh, he is Jack the Ripper of the whole thing. Mm. I feel like serial rapist. Yes, he like he raped mm. uh, dozens of women for decades. Yeah. Uh, a serial rapist and uh, so many comedians were sad about it because they had put him on a pedestal and they loved him and everything mm-hmm. it did not affect me because I never got him he was uh, he was one of those comedians who wasn't for me yeah okay. huge I downloaded his albums and started listening to them and I was like no I, I don't get it so this is just the guy talking about like raising children. He was the first stand-up comedian I ever heard because my grandfather yeah. had, and I idolized my grandfather. He yeah. had a, a tape, a cassette tape of Bill Cosby and he would let me listen to it on my Walkman when I came to visit. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I remember liking the, the sitcom, but uh, he, I, he was never a thing for me. So that that... That kind of thing didn't affect me at all. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, asshole. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, 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 this comes out about uh, Lucy K, mm. where he has pulled out his penis and is uh, uh, a sexual deviant. He is, um, I, I'm also always careful about saying things like pervert because, mm. because I think a lot of good people are perverts. Okay, like perversion being like a, yeah. a cool sexual thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are some cool perverts out there. Yeah. Okay. Perverts who like to uh, uh, sexually fillet the carrots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, dress, dress so, up, so we're establishing the honey berries catwoman while bathing in milk. In milk. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's establish the word pervert is not a negative word. No. It's, if to be called a pervert is a cool thing. Yeah. All the kids are doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
so um, <clears throat> a, a sex a sexual predator. That's the word. He's a predator. Yeah, He's a predator. And um, <clears throat> so that he, he is ruined for me. Mm. And all this time, I've been watching his stuff. I watch his show, and I think it's brilliant. I think it's next level in some ways. Uh, uh, his uh, his television shows and stuff like that. But uh, like two years ago, I first heard this rumor about him uh, pulling out his dick. But yeah. there was no name attached to it. No. Nope. And it was just uh, a rumor about this one incident. And uh, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I said, come on, that can't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes fun of uh, things like that. He mm-hmm. judges things like that in the stand-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, it comes out like that was a kind of uh, wailed confession. Or even him, in some way, justifying the thing. Because it turns out, when I, when I look back... Uh, he does a lot of jokes about masturbation. Yep. He doesn't do a lot of jokes about masturbating in uh, front, in front of, of people. unwilling people. Uh, and <clears throat> I think, you know, if if there are some uh, per, uh, uh, did again sexual predators, yeah, who have done things like this, uh, things like, uh, yeah, be, had some sort of sexual assaults. Mm done sexual assaults, they should come out now and be sorry now mm. before they are busted. Because yeah. this is the pathetic thing that he, like, as soon as it came out, he wrote an end within Guy's feet. Yeah, an apology. apology. Which wasn't an apology because mm. he never kind of said he was sorry he justified things by saying, I was in a position of power. I didn't realize what I was doing with those people. And I now, he was basically saying, I now realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there has to be. And he had, he had opportunities. Like, remember Tig Notaro mm-hmm. a long time ago, publicly, and he's a producer of her TV show, yeah. publicly split as a friend with him yeah. and said, you need to address these rumors. You need yeah. to deal with this. Yeah. Also, like after I heard the rumor, I have uh, I've had a difficulty watching Louis C.K. Mm. I watched uh, a, like one special and a bunch of interviews, but I didn't I didn't check out the rest of his television show because mm. in the back of my head was this little voice saying, "What if it's true? Yeah. What if it's true? Are you gonna keep on worshiping worshiping this guy and this comes out?" So I was emotionally in a way, emotionally prepared mm. for this thing. Because me and Ivar had been talking about it. We mm-hmm. once we once even talked about, should we talk about these rumors on our podcast? The really? Nerd, the Nerd Podcast. And I said, no, let's not, because what do we know? And, mm. uh, we, like, I was thinking, should we talk about uh, Ren Richard Gere and Taste Gerbil? And now I'm thinking... Wait a minute, is the thing with Richard Gere in the <laughs> Is it true? Is, did that happen? I mean, if it is, Richard, if you're listening, Good for you probably you. are. He's a pervert. No, because there's a victim there. An animal. Yeah. I mean, I think the whole, uh, his whole thing would be that the gerbil is alive so it can wriggle around in his anus. That's the thing. Oh, I mean, you just the to, thought of that makes just, me feel bad. Which is yeah. worse, putting a live gerbil up your ass or a dead gerbil? Live. Yeah, that's worse because it's uh, animal murder. Yeah. 
But that is uh, that. Then beast, uh, like if you do it with a jet, that gerbil, it's kind of bestiality and necrophilia in yeah. the same in the same part. And it wouldn't be necessary because you could probably get a dildo the shape of a gerbil. And who knows? Maybe the gerbil likes it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe if you put his like his. Uh, him backwards in the ass, it's just to me to it ass. just sounds like a medieval torture device yeah, you know like when they used to put a rat on somebody's stomach and put a big metal pot over and then put hot rocks on the top and the rat would bury into the person to get away from the heat <laughs> yeah that was a form of torture <laughs> like that's when yeah, people yeah, talk yeah. about gerbil up an ass that's what I think but if you put the like the gerbil ass to ass so you put him ass inside the ass and his head outside the ass so he can breathe and just be careful not to crush him to death if you have a flexible, uh, like, uh, anus. Enough. I'm going to come right out and say it. I don't think this ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know people have been quashing rumors that turned out to be true, but I'm pretty sure Richard Gere but never... Let's look at this from all sides. <laughs> all gerbils matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah... Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is fucked up, and uh, I know this is going to happen to other people. I just last night, before I went to sleep, I saw it. It was, go- it was uh, happening to... I mean, happening to... I saw... Um, it came out about... It came out about another comedian I respect. Who? Who is Al Franken. Who oh. is... Uh, who, who is the a comedian who was in SNL mm. and went into politics. And I didn't read the details because I was like, oh, come on. Not him too. Not him You know too. who else has been accused? Who? George Takei. Yes, I know about that. And for, for those that don't actually know anything George Takei has done, he's probably the reason you've seen a cat video on Facebook because that's apparently his job now, is yeah. to just share videos on the internet. He, yeah, he's a, he's a big old video sharer, and he was solo on Star Trek, so yeah. that's a blow for And he's Star openly Trek gay. Fans. Yes, 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 yes. And he's been yeah. openly gay for years. I mean, he's like an advocate. He, he was a hero to the gay community. Well, yeah. well, I mean, if it's true, he's no longer, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing is when the allegations come out, your instinct now is to just go, must be true. Yeah. It's easier than to fight it. Mm. I mean, I remember seeing like, I was seeing video interviews with people who were standing in line for a Bill Cosby show, like after the allegations. Still. Yeah. And they were like, I respect the man. He's funny. And, uh, and, uh. You, that's that's being uh, you're uh, you lying to yourself in a very big way. There, I not I read a article about Louis C.K.'s apology in Goose Feet, mm-hmm. um, and the there was a brilliant line in it um, that said that this apology speaks volumes to the incredible uh, PR team behind him because it's clear that he's already preparing for his rehabilitation tour. Yeah, ah, for me, it, the the redemption has to be. I can't imagine what kind of redemption would fix him for me. Mm. But it has to be something fucking spectacular mm. and something where. So if he went to rehab, learned all this stuff about himself, and then wrote a book about the process, would you buy the book? No, I th- really. I, uh, no, I don't think so. I think it has. To, I mean, that's just that's a reha- that's a redemption by the book. Mm. That's uh, that's uh, that's what everyone does. Yeah, 
And that's not enough. What would he have to do? I don't know. That, that's, I Start a charity that champions uh, women who've been sexually assaulted. Uh, he has to save a baby. That's what it has to he do. He has to save a baby. <laughs> yeah. So are you saying York <laughs> is now allowed to be a sexual predator? No. He was allowed to be a sexual predator before. And now he could have been. Nah, yeah, now he could have been. And now that he saved a baby, he can't because you go, but you saved a baby. Oh, maybe if like, if a sexual predator would come and try to save your baby, maybe he would go, get away from my baby. You sexual it's, predator. It's not worth it. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if saving a baby is enough. Well, he couldn't save a baby now. Maybe if he would save a baby, when everyone's forgo- kind of forgotten about it, like in 10 or 15 years. So maybe he's living like the um, Keanu Reeves life, except for the fact that Keanu Reeves is a decent human being and wonderful overall person. You know, like on the subway, eating a sandwich alone in a park, looking sad. Yeah. You know, you know the, the pictures of Keanu Reeves we've all seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so 10 years from now, Louis C.K. has chosen to live that life and just be a productive member of society and be invisible. Then he can save a baby. He was eating a sandwich alone in the park, feeling sad. Mm. Uh, his career is over. So he then saves a baby. Does that yeah. help? That would uh, help. But then he, after saving the baby, he should not go uh, immediately back to comedy. He should go back to the park bench and eat yeah. the rest of his sandwich. That's what he should do. So he basically needs to shelve himself for years. Yeah, yeah. He has to shelve for years. And I mean, it's... Uh, it's uh, I mean it's it's an exciting time and it's a weird time for mm. uh, this whole thing when you're finding things about uh, finding things out about uh, George Takei and and Lucy K and there will be more people that you respect and you just uh, whenever I'm scrolling down any sort of social media I see a picture of someone and, and you go one, I'm like oh, please, not, please him. not him too. not Larry David yeah. oh no he just said a, a holocaust joke that yeah. nobody liked yeah, okay yeah. that's okay oh uh, he was <laughs> he was just uh, oh he just hosted SNL and wasn't very funny oh okay yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Apparently he made a, he, the SNL redemption is you come back next show during weekend update and joke about it, which yeah. he did. Yeah. And so uh, Larry already has his uh, redemption for a cringy uh, SNL show. Yeah. <laughs> he was cringy. I haven't seen it because they said it was cringy, but now that they 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 say he had his redemption, I go okay, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, because I love Larry David and oh god I hope he's not a predator Uh, well you never know know. my instinct was to go yeah probably not but you never know wouldn't Mm. have thought George Takei wouldn't have thought George Takei well I mean here's the thing about Louis C.K. yeah did not surprise me because even before there had been rumours because of the things he said in his stand up yeah but also just like he just he looks like, uh, I don't know, there's just a thing. We have a very different experience of comedy because you're a straight ma- a straight guy mm-hmm, yeah. and I'm a gay man. Yes. And so we, we, we're treated differently. Right. Like you're probably not aware of this, but... Uh, yeah. No, I am. Uh, well, I'm not... A, I, I, you, I'm aware never, of this, but I don't notice You this. You don't notice it. So we're treated differently. And, and, and as, as much as I think Louis C.K. is a brilliant comedian and has yeah. been in the past... Um, there, he just fits in a mold for me of certain guys who've been backstage at gigs who gave me a hard time or didn't respect me because I just tell gay jokes right. or 
you know, like the kind of people I would have to suck up to in order to get a spot despite the fact that their unfunny friends were all allowed to get a spot before me. Mm. And when, so, it's like with women doing pussy jokes also. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and those, those kinds of people were, especially when I was younger, they were the kinds of people who would take advantage of somebody mm-hmm. if, if, because they're in a position of power. Right. Like, and they, they, because they got off on it and they enjoyed it. Like, there were so many dickheads who were never funny comedians who loved the fact that that um, if I wanted to do a spot at their bar on a Tuesday, I'd message them on a Friday before the weekend. They say, "Oh, you know what? Why don't you send me a message on Monday?" Or can can you? I had them sometimes say, "Can you send me um, your five minutes written out so I can check it's funny?" Oh God, really? Yeah, things like that. Like people who are just in a position of power. And it's like, well, no, I'm not going to give you my five minutes because you might steal it. Right. You know, uh, 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 but uh, you don't do this to your unfunny friends oh, who are yeah. all straight guys, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so it didn't surprise me. Right. Like the the rumors because it's just I don't know. There's uh, like the comedy world is run by straight white guys and their friends. So this doesn't so doesn't surprise you. Uh, so what you're saying, it wouldn't surprise you about anyone, really. No. So that because working in because we we work in an unregulated industry mm. where people are constantly taking advantage of each other. Right. And and it has become so normalized to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, I I've been uh, had advances made on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been in the situation of somebody giving me an ultimatum before. The ultimatum is uh, do sex with me or, or... Or something along the lines of that. Yeah, or, or and, you want to get a spot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, but has it happened in Iceland? No. No, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not in Iceland, no, no. no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, let's... Has it happened in Iceland? <laughs> you look so concerned. <laughs> I'm just. I the thing is, uh, this. Uh, yeah, the 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 could talk about uh, harassment like this, like an open secret. Yeah, and it's an op- uh, and it turns out so many men have been. Uh, have made advances, have been uh, predatory mm. uh, in some sort of way. Mm. That uh, uh, that it's just I mean, you all you can think of is who next and uh, what what the fuck is the deal? Mm. Why like with Louis C.K. his compulsion, his urge to masturbate in front of you. I mean, rape has always been beyond me. I can't see yeah. how a person can uh, maintain just the technical thing of maintaining an erection while someone is you're struggling. attacking yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who's in pain and even screaming. What the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, uh, and uh, so, like, I've been. Uh, this has been beyond me for years. So whenever I talk about rape, I just I, like I always go like, I don't get it. Yeah. How how is this like possible? Mm. How can a human being do this? And uh, uh, but now uh, I'm seeing another version on, version of it, which is pulling out the dick and masturbating, which is like, why that? Mm. What is it? it it's connected. Um, uh, so it is the whole power thing 
So my question is, what the fuck is the deal with the power thing? What, what, what about, why is power so corrupting? And why does power, why, why does, how is power connected to sexual urges? Because, I mean, sex is, I mean, the, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying obvious thing here, mm. an obvious thing, which should be an obvious thing, but sex uh, is about the the sexy thing is about the fact that the other person wants, wants to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's the sexiest thing ever. Whenever somebody says, I want to have sex with you, uh, to me, well, <laughs> someone who you would like to also have someone sex with. Who would li- yes. Well, if somebody is, yes, shows me interest. I'm like, Oh my God, you're interested. Uh, and that's awesome. That is awesome. And this is fun. Uh, and sex should be fun. Sex should be fun and explorative, and and it should always involve a, a, a meeting of mm-hmm. of of yeah. two or more people. But also, um, yeah. But what? Uh, so I'm like um, Lucy K has said things in his stand up about how men are, how straight men are, and how and and it's. Uh, it was one thing that hit me. It was similar to something I was I, I have been working on, kind of in my stand up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Something which I've also said like two or three times. Mm. I said a thing like, uh, "Being a straight man is like being in a full job where you full job where the job is trying to not look creepy." Uh-huh. Uh huh. So and uh, it always got a laugh because just because me being a, a, a guy. I always like if I talk to a girl and then just go home and wake up next morning I'm like oh my god I was so creepy to that girl okay and all I did was just talk to the girl but uh, my self-conscious tells me you're so creepy she told she you, you she's know. not into you because you're a creep yeah yeah uh, so that's what I th- that's how I connected with the particular or some particular Louis C.K. jokes mm. but uh, and now people are saying uh, look at his stand-up it has so many uh, They're saying clues yeah. about how, who he really was. And I'm going, oh, so this is what we're doing now. We're going to look at the stand-up mm. and, and try to see if they are perverts from that. Well, by that logic Paradox. as well, did you know that um, Back to the Future predicts 9-11? <laughs> if you go back yeah. and you look for every reference of 9 yeah. and 11 That's in right. that That's movie... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, it, there's any merit in looking for clues. No, because if he if he didn't want if if he, but if you look over like your stand up, is mm. there any time where you talk about being a creep or, or something? Uh, you feel <laughs> there like is it. one joke I'm I'm I was always um, proud of, but now I can't use it. Yeah. Thanks to this whole sexual uh-huh. assault thing. It was the one where I was... And I literally did have this thought. In an elevator, I was stuck with two other guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, your elevator. And my elevator one where I go, you know, I thought about the, the guy who was my accountant. What if he sexually assaults me? And then my brain straight away went to, what if he doesn't and sexually assaults the other guy instead? What's wrong with me? Yeah. You know, um, and it goes into a whole thing about how I ended up hating the other guy. And he, I wouldn't make eye contact with it because it's like, oh, you because he's younger and more attractive and... I can't use that anymore. 
Yeah, as in in the la- in the comedic landscape today, you can't use it, and that's sad because that's one of your best jokes. Then the the punchline of that is nobody wants to be raped, but everyone wants to be considered. Yeah, it's a really good. joke. It's a great, and well thought joke. It is a rape joke. It's a rape joke. Yeah, but it was my uh, like I don't. I uh, do you want to say it was? It was like everyone was like, you can't make a rape joke. Well, I've got one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, they they there was uh, there always uh, comes a time or a period yeah. of time when people talk about this but this becomes an issue the rape joke yeah and uh, uh and and i've seen like but people saying rape joke are 100 not funny if it's a mm. rape joke it's mm. not a, you don't joke about rape mm. but here's the thing about comedy it's discussion and whenever you say something like this to a comedian they say well there must be some way of making a joke about rape and i certainly have made tons of rape yeah. jokes um, not very much so in my stand up but no. there have been some mostly in my cartoons mm. and people have never given me shit about that no uh, I've always been prepared yeah. with that particular joke, the elevator one. Yeah. Um, to if someone were to ever make a big deal about it, and I, I don't feel I should have to, but I was always prepared to go. Mm. Well, I'm allowed to make that joke because I'm a rape survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's you know, I've always had that in the background of like just in case. Mm-hmm. You I've can been there. you can absolutely use that, and yeah. I think that will work on a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people who would argue with you if you say something like that, people will you will stump people. Mm. But I think I, that's the creepiest I have. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I haven't ever told jokes about um, trying to you know bag someone or or no. drugging <laughs> someone no. or. No. Or, or, or being worried I'm being perceived as a, cause for me, like if I talk about that stuff on stage, it's usually more real. Like it's usually stories from my actual life. Yeah. So I'm more talking about how I say the wrong thing yeah. or I come across the wrong way or, you know, I did stupid things like go let someone come home with me and then let them tell me in the cab that they'd never had sex with a man before and go along with it uh-huh. because I felt indebted to them. Yeah. 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 You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you also have uh, talked about the self rape thing. That's kind of what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, when you, when you, I still think it's a thing. Like when you, you, someone says, want to go home with me and you don't want to, Mm. but you say, like, they're not pressuring you, Mm -hmm. but you say yes because you tell yourself, it's been a while. Uh, When is it going to happen again? So you do it because you just have a need, an itch to get scratched. And I think that's self raping. I watched a lecture uh, when Saga Gardas was talking about this, uh, uh, talking about being a a woman in the acting profession and how there are uh, there are many advances and Mm. predatory behavior like this within that profession. Uh, And she talks about now that everyone's talking about it, she noticed that men. Straight men are going like joking, saying jokey things, and then they go, oh, "Wait, was that okay? was that inappropriate? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Saga. Sorry, I didn't mean it. I know I am not trying to." And she's going like, "Chill, chill, chill. the fuck out." You you said a silly thing. Uh, just uh, just, I mean, uh, and she's not saying that uh, some of the silly things they are saying are um, excusable or or uh, or innocent necessarily but it says there has to be a discussion 
uh, with men as well. Mm. And that might even be the most important discussion because women have been talking about this amongst themselves mm. for years and mm-hmm. decades and centuries, while men are being clueless. I am, I am clueless, even even though I say I'm pretty enlightened and uh, I, I'm very interested in all these things. But okay, so you say you're clueless, but if you could come up with a list of five points like five pretty easy to follow rules mm-hmm. of how not to sexually assault someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually that's a good that's a good uh, discussion to have. Five points. I mean, where's the limit? You 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 like obviously rape. That's your no, even but be like of how how not to like I would say one is like okay, so when it comes to you're thinking of taking a sexual advance at someone, mm-hmm. right? And what is a sexual advance? Sexual advance is going to kiss them, pulling out your dick, doing anything in a sexual way. <laughs> okay, going to kiss them and pulling out your dick, those are two very different things. Mm-hmm. For example, there have been romantic comedies, and also just this has happened to a lot of people, both ma- male and female, where you're in a situation... You go in for the kiss and they don't on, want it. Yeah. And we've both been in that situation. We've been in that situation. Once it was with each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, I thought you were It was the parent trap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have, have those that don't no, know, yeah. we both have a son who's identical. The reading of the wrong signs. Actually, the, when this happens to me, when I go, oh, uh, I think she, she wants to kiss, and I go in for a kiss, I do like a kiss in okay. the mouth. So, and then I go, oh, if, this wasn't happening. If and we're I say going, sorry and I run crying. If home. we're going for just you want to kiss someone. Yeah. Okay. So the first question you would you probably ask yourself, am I in a position of power? Oh yeah, right. Well, I'd never think that way. You should. Yeah. Well, yes, I should, but I because when it comes to consent, yeah, if you are, true. it's going to affect the way that they consent to you. So if I'm hang, I'm hanging out with a girl, and she. I don't realize this, but I should think about this. She might be like a fan. Yeah. Yeah. She might be a fan. And I suddenly, I go in for a kiss because I, I don't find myself thinking that way because I don't, uh, this is going to sound so pretentious, but I don't think of myself as like, oh, she's, I thought when. That someone would want to kiss you because you're famous. Yes. And well, also, they do. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. <sighs> so that's the first question I would say. Am I in a position of power? Yeah. You know, is mm-hmm. this person going to... Is this the, the, the willingness to consent to this kiss in this person going to be affected by the fact that they uh, are scared of my reaction if they say no? But should you then... Uh, if, even if, if you're especially interested in that person and you have a feeling that she might be interested in you, mm. what do you do? Do you ask for the kiss? I would. Yeah, but asking for the kiss, that's not the same as asking, uh, can I pull out my dick? No, but we weren't doing the dick <laughs> thing. No, no. But I think you've always, like, even if you enter, like, this is this is a big thing. Even if you enter a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. like, if that kiss leads to a relationship, you do have to eventually address the point that where one of you is in a position of power, because then later you have a power imbalance in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was, and in the circumstance, what I'm more referring to is say she's a young comic designer Mm -hmm. and you know, you are the key to her, uh, landing a book deal. Yeah. Okay. You want to kiss her? Are you in a position of power? Yes, I am. 
you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand that? That's yeah, what I'm getting at. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I do. Uh, I think instances where that has happened to me when uh, uh, I've uh, slept with someone who is a fan. Mm. This is something I most I, I like. Uh, yeah, I only found out about later. Yeah, because okay. they're really good at hiding it. Because yeah. being like a fan yeah. is not very attractive. No, it's not. It is not. No. Uh, which I'm just going to put out there. If I do manage to meet Kathy Griffin when she comes here, I'm going to play it so cool. <laughs> I'm be like, who are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Someone bought me this I ticket. avoid my heroes. <laughs> well, I don't... Actually, as it's gotten closer and our agent has said to me, you know, I can probably arrange for you to meet her. Part of me is going, I don't know if I want to anymore. Yeah, the, the, I was that... Because uh, what, what if she's not nice? Like what if she's... You know, what if what if I have nothing to say to her because we're not friends and I don't know her and yeah. I would be very self conscious about uh, if I would be around any of my heroes mm. and uh, you know also if I would be like a, 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 if it would be something I'm sexually attracted to that would be tenfold as bad so I would I would just avoid them completely. Well, I'm not sexually attracted to Kathy Griffin, so I think no, I'm pretty okay. safe yeah. there. Okay. Um, <laughs> But we should probably wrap up. Yeah. But on that note, uh, how to not sexually assault someone. Just don't do it. Yeah, it's pretty easy, I guess. It's pretty easy to not sexually assault someone. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. We should end it on something more funny, though. Um, uh, Catwoman wasn't as bad as people think. You're a liar. It was worse. Oh! (laughs) Peace out, motherfuckers. Peace. Takk fyrir að hlusta.